All right, guys, what is up? Me and Nick P are back. This is the Victory Lab podcast, giving you a little preview on the Italian Grand Prix, also known as Monza. Very famous track, uh, known as, you know, just being like one of those tracks where it's just speed, speed, speed. Not a whole lot of turns here, guys. Uh, so, yeah, we should see cars flying this weekend. How are you doing on this fine Friday morning, Nicholas? I'm doing great, man. Doing spectacular. <laughs> but I might not be doing as great as Carlos Sainz is. Oh, what you mean, man? What you mean? Wait, explain. Um, well, some great, great stuff from Ferrari on both sides. But Carlos Sainz specifically so far in qualifying. Um, second place in the first one, first and second. Mm. And I did not see the highlights from the second because they weren't out yet. Mm. But um, good stuff in the first one. Yeah, so with regards to that in the full practice one and full practice two, yes, Carlos Sainz was having quite a day. And it was actually his birthday. So mm-hmm. that's why I was like, you know, why why is it bad on Carlos Sainz? But I can see because he's he's sticking a thorn in your side as a Red Bull fan. That's unfortunate. I'm sorry to hear that. But the man is balling out on his birthday. How can you hate on that, Nick P? No, I'm not hating. Come on, man. I'm not hating. All right. Well, hey, listen. He has outperformed Leclerc in both practice sessions so far, which has been very, very impressive. Um, now, speaking of Ferrari, you know, last time Ferrari won Monza was back in 2019 by Charles Leclerc. And Ferrari as a team has won this track the most times out of any other team, has also started on pole 22 times the most ever by any Formula 1 team. So hopefully it can be a Ferrari weekend. Uh, They do have the speed in their car, it seems, through the two practice sessions. Do you think that they could challenge Red Bull this, this race? I think so. I think so. This is their track. They are coming out with that special livery for the weekend. Too. Oh, yeah. I mean, it could be a Ferrari weekend. That's but fair. Can they pass Max Verstappen in that Red Bull? Do you think it's possible? I think, you know, there could be some things that, that maybe set Max back. Um, even if he qualifies bad and, and, you know, is down in the grid, he is still, you know, going to be a threat to come back and get that, that first position. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a team effort. If both the Ferraris are two and three or you're one and two at some point in the race, it will seriously have to be a team effort to contain Max. Uh, there was a point in last weekend, uh, last race weekend, where you know Charles was trying to pass Sergio Perez, and Carlos had given him a little bit of help on one of the turns, basically just you know kind of sticking it to Perez and letting Carl or excuse me, sticking it to Perez and letting Charles pass around the left side. So we could see something similar happen this weekend. Now, there isn't that many turns, mind you. We did mention that. So, you know, I, I don't know, but I, I still think it could be possible. So, other teams that could challenge Red Bull, though. Other teams that could challenge Red Bull. Who do you think is on that list? Possibly McLaren, maybe Mercedes. I'm going to say McLaren first, though. Um, I know I saw something on the F1 readings. Uh, Norris was kind of downplaying how McLaren's doing, saying, oh, we're not as good as we look. But, I mean, you know, they look great. So, I would say McLaren next up. They probably got the next fastest car to Red Bull at this moment in time. 
and you know just looking i mean not great in fp1 but that's fp1 for you um but lando at two and oscar at four and fp2 so and max was at five he was down on that one but you know i think mclaren's got that next fastest car that um would be capable out of any of challenging red bull and the mercedes i mean i they definitely could but um I wouldn't say I'm leaning towards that. Um, yeah, it seems like Mercedes doesn't have the speed that McLaren has. Yeah. Um, and, and given that, and the track-specific, uh, you know, how it's going to pertain to the cars of each team, I think it definitely benefits McLaren 100% more. Uh, Mercedes is going to have a solid race. They're not going to be in the podium, I don't think, and they're not going to be not in the points. So they'll be mm. somewhere between 4 and 10 uh, both Lewis Hamilton and George Russell. Speaking of both those Mercedes drivers, they were both re-signed until 2025. And quote from Total Wolf is that they have the best duo on the grid. Do you agree with that? I think I do. Um, because out of any of, I would say, the top three duos right now would be Ferrari, Red Bull, and Mercedes. No question about it. McLaren's got a pretty strong duo, too. Um, you could argue... I'm not even going to say Aston Martin. Um, <laughs> but out of, out of the top three duos, which are for certain, I think Mercedes duo works together the best. Um, yeah. I feel like Lewis is in the position that he doesn't really care as much when George beats him out um, with the position that their car is in. They're clearly not contenders for the uh, championship. So, you know, I, th I do think that they work together the best. And it seems like Lewis wants George to succeed, but George also wants Lewis to succeed. And they kind of seem like they're the only team that's really like whoever wins is going to win out of their drivers. Yeah, they're and they very, just want both to do as best as each can. Very team-oriented, I would say. Where yeah. we would see the paddock being burned down if Checo won. Yeah, no, it wouldn't just be burnt down. Uh, Max might just have him, you know, I don't want to say it, but he might have him killed. <laughs> Checo might not be alive if, if he wins a race. Max, no, excuse me, Joe Verstappen. Oh, yeah, might have someone killed. Man. Not Max. Max can't do that. That's too much liability. But point is, is that, yeah. Keep no. your eyes out for Joe creeping around the back. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's creeping. <laughs> Joe is creeping. Um, but, yeah, uh, Mercedes, I agree. You know, they've got a really good dynamic between their two drivers. There were some points last year where, you know, they were both kind of in the top run-ins, and it was like, okay, well, are you going to let me pass? Are you going to let me pass? But that was about all that I had seen from yeah. them having any type of issues. Um, speaking of issues, Alfa Romeo, especially in FP1, despite their good, nice, sexy new livery oh, uh, yeah. with the Italian flag on it, um, Alfa Romeo had multiple technical difficulties. Both drivers not really be able to get any laps uh, on track, having issues with the clutch, um, which is unfortunate. Mm -hmm. But... You know, you want to see a car that looks good out there. You know, just circling the track at least. I don't care if they're in P20. Uh, that stuff is always nice to see, especially at a home race in, uh, you know, Italy. But um, let me, I'm just looking at my other notes here. Perez did have a red flag in FP2. Um, I know you said you didn't get to watch those yet, but he uh, skirted off the track and tried keeping it out of the barrier. 
eventually just got, you know, basically sand barred, um, or sand trapped, I guess, and they had to get a crane to get him out. So that brings me to what we got for the points predictions. Should I start us off? Do you want to start us off? Yeah. Number one, I've got Max Verstappen. Okay. Um, it's just Max Verstappen. He's going for that tenth win. History. Which will pass Sebastian Vettel's. Um, think he's gonna do it. I don't see Ferrari getting past that Red Bull. I think overall with this track, I mean that thing is. I don't want to take Mercedes' name, but it is the Silver Arrow. It is just fast. Yeah, it is. It is. Thank God it's representing America soon. You know, with the the Ford partnership. Yeah. Even though, you know, Max is Dutch. Ford's a pretty American company. But yes, I would concur with that. Max will win this race. Um, I don't think it's going to be close, unfortunately, but... In the running for the rest of the podium spots, I've got Charles Leclerc at P2 and Lando Norris at P3. Who do you got running out to your podium? I have actually got Carlos Sainz, P2, concurring with the P3, Lando Norris. Okay. Um, you know, I think he's feeling good on the birthday weekend. Uh, yeah. Maybe he's going to spice it up. He's been outperforming Charles in both practices. Maybe he's feeling really great. Yeah. Just fresh out the 29, I think. Something like that. Yeah, he's early, late late 20s, some some point like that. Um, yeah, no, I know Carlos has been great in practice so far. Uh, I just think that Charles is, is the better driver of the two. And, you know, when it comes down to the thick things, he might be able to just, you know, leapfrog him at some point in the race. And then they're just going to be kind of running, you know, simultaneously. So, yeah, uh, I got Carlos actually at P4. So not a bad weekend for Ferrari at all. If anything... Might be the best weekend that they've had in a very, very long time. Charles being P2 in my predictions and Carlos being P4. I've got George Russell, the first and only Mercedes, excuse me, no, the first of the Mercedes at P5. Who's got, you got for P4 and P5? I have got George Russell at P4, Checo at P5. All right. Okay, so no Charles to the top five for you. Well, Charles my next, so... Oh, I see, I see. There's six. Okay. I'm thinking uh, Checo will probably... There's not a lot of damage to the car, he's saying. Um, Just going a little too hard in the practice, seeing what he can pull off. But I'm thinking Checo will probably probably be in that top five for sure. That's fair, that's fair. All right, well, my six is Fernando Alonso. Uh, we were kind of, you know, underestimating a little bit Aston Martin, what they had been doing, uh, you know, leading up to summer break and now coming out of summer break. But last race, he really showed out. And one thing I saw, you know, that actually makes me want to root for Fernando just a little bit more every weekend is he is just one of the best winners I think I've ever seen of all time. Like, you can just tell he enjoys winning, being on the podium. Um it's it's really a spectacle to see. He's not just up there kind of just bored, you know. And I understand that at some points in time, you know, when you've won nine straight races, it's not that exciting anymore, and that's the expectation. But it's just cool to see an older, you know, 40-something-year-old, Fernando Alonso, still having that joy uh, of racing in, in a race, a Formula 1 car. Um, P7, I've got Lewis Hamilton, so rival. Uh, they might have a little action against each other in this race. Who is your six and seven? You said Charles at six, right? Charles at six, yes. And then I have got him as well, Fernando Alonso, coming in at seven. 
Um, yeah, I agree with everything that you just said. He's a he's a fun guy. <coughs> he's a fun guy. He's a great guy. Great guy. Uh, who you got at eight, nine, and ten? Eight. I've got Lewis Hamilton. A little low, but haven't seen a whole lot from him so far. Uh, do you want to see how those new upgrades with the Mercedes are coming? And I guess we'll see during the race how their speed looks. Um, and then at nine, I've got Oscar Piastri, um, the other McLaren. You know, all the things we said about Lando and McLaren stand for him. Uh, he just, he's not as good as these other drivers he but still a great driver and a great car um not bad rounding out the points there at nine and then i'll just finish off with 10 alexander albon who i don't think we have mentioned him or williams yet but he's been looking fast still this weekend after a pretty hot weekend for their circumstances yeah last weekend um, you know, he did slide out into the gravel, but he's just looking fast. He's looking like he's pushing that car, and I think he can round out the points again this week. I think, you know, what uh, you know, Albon has done this season has really cemented him as one of the best performing drivers of the season, given the yeah. circumstances of the car that he's been in and, you know, where the team's expectations have been. I think if you put Albon, you know, and and I know he had the opportunity very early in his career in the Red Bull, but if you put him in Sergio Perez's spot right now, I think that's a possibly you could argue better one-two punch than what they've got currently. Um, and that's no disrespect to Checo; it's it's actually a compliment to Albon and what mm-hmm. he's been doing this season. But for rounding out my points, I've got Piastri at P eight. Albon at P9, and Pierre Gasly of Alpine, who was not in the top 10 of either of practice one or two, but Pierre coming off a pretty fire weekend last weekend. I just think the Alpine's got to carry some of that momentum and get at least one point. Uh, Now, if anyone noticed, I did leave Sergio Perez off the points, and why is that? That red flag in FP2 scared me a little bit. I think Checo might have a DNF. In this race, you might get a little too greedy at one point or maybe try and overtake someone at another, and it might cause him to get sand-trapped. So, yeah, I've got Perez with a DNF, Max winning the race, though, for Red Bull, and then, you know, Charles at P2, Lando at P3, Carlos P4, George P5, Fernando at P6, Lewis at P7, and like I said, Piastri at 8, Albon at 9, and Gasly at 10. So it should be a fun weekend. Hopefully, like I said, the best weekend Ferrari's had in a while. Very excited for this race, especially, like I said, it being in Italy in their home race. New livery. There's just so much excitement surrounding this weekend. So much to go well. I mean, what what really can't get the hopes up more than a new livery? Um, <laughs> oh, I'm serious. Wow, wow. I don't know why. It just sounded like a little backhanded, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's not backhanded at all. <laughs> Oh man! All right, yeah. It's let's new drip upgrade. Yeah, new drip upgrade for real. Um, let's hear your your one through ten real quick one more time. Coming out, Max at one, Carlos two, Lando three. Pretty similar top three, except for the Ferraris change out. Four, George Russell. Five, Checo. Um, I can see your take there. I'm hoping that that red flag in FP two calms him down a little bit and keeps him more conservative. 
um, during the race, but six Charles, seven Fernando, eight Lewis Hamilton, nine Oscar Piastri, and ten Alexander Albon to round out the points. I'm not going to lie, you know, just looking at a lot of these names on this list, you know, there's just so much talent, I think, on the grid. Yeah. Um, And, you know, all these teams, you know, outside of Red Bull, I feel like can really compete with each other, you know, two through ten. Really, mm-hmm. um, there could be one specific weekend where one team kind of has the advantage, and, and another weekend another has the advantage. And it's just nice to see that back and forth competition. Um, you would like to see at least two teams that are challenging, you know, Red Bull and what they've been doing. But yeah, there's a clear tier system, and and Red Bull's at the top for sure. So. Yes. Uh, with that being said, though, I don't really have anything else to say. Did you uh, want to add anything else for our preview? Um, nope. I think that's all I had. All right. All right. Well, mm, with yep. that being said, guys, tune into the race. Let me get the time here when it's going to be. It looks like... 6. 6 a.m. Nice, bright, and early on a Sunday morning. Gotta love it. Gotta love it, guys. Uh, Yeah, tune in if you want to watch the Italian Grand Prix, the Monza track, legendary track. Hopefully Ferrari, like I said, has one of the best weekends it's had in a while. And, uh, you know, thank you guys for your continued support. Um, Until Monday with a little uh, post-race podcast, uh, we'll see you then. And and have a safe and, and fun weekend. Deuces. Peace.